Hello and welcome to the Life They Live podcast. I am the host, Nina, and today I'm having a conversation with Ragnar Chassin. Ragnar is an artist and he's going to talk about the project he's currently working on. He's a storyteller and wishes to tell the stories of tattooed individuals through his art. Hello, hello. How are you doing? Pretty good, and you? Yeah, good. Thank you for being uh, on this episode. It's really nice of you. Before we start, could you introduce yourself in a few words, maybe? Yeah, sure. Thank you for having me. My name is Ragnar Chassin. I am a filmmaker and a photograph. Basically, what I do is I tell stories. I'm a storyteller. I use photography and video or film to tell these stories. Okay. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your background? So maybe where you come from, where you live? Oh, now I'm living in Switzerland and Geneva. So um, where do I come from? Well, I come from a, a small town in, in Venezuela when I was I was born there. My background as an artist, I don't know, I was always interested in images. So I, I began doing images since I can remember. Uh, very young, and that's, uh, I think, my way of uh, expressing what I see around me. I don't know how I began in, into this journey. And when did you start making art projects? I began doing pictures when I was a boy, and little with a camera that I I got from my dad, and from my family. It was an old camera. I began doing photos, uh, and then I always knew that I wanted to to make movies, to make stories that move. Uh, I wanted to tell stories to to the others, to see the world that it was outside me. It became very clear to me that I was going to do that later when I was older. Okay. So when when was your first project and do you remember what it was, your first art project that you worked on? Yeah, the, the first uh, serious project uh, that I did was a long time ago. It was a project about a community of, how do you call it, landowners and no, not landowners, land workers. And they were working the lands in in, in a mountain near uh, the, the the capital in Venezuela. And I went there to see how they uh, cultivate uh, flowers and what they do in their life. So it was more of a documentary photography project than anything else. But that's the the first one that I began doing in a more professional way. I, I did pictures before, but uh, it wasn't in a complex or interesting professional project. So this one is about people uh, cultivating flowers in, in Venezuela, okay. marginalized people, and they were uh, excluded from society. And well, that's the first one that I the did. The first project. Okay. And did you always work in the art sector, art sector or did you have other types of jobs before? I have done many, many, many jobs of different types. I have, I have been a barman. I was working as an engineer. In, <laughs> I mm -hmm. worked as a car washer. I, went, I worked as a toys seller. 
in 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 different stores and different countries also. So well, I have done many 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 jobs. Different ones, okay. So now today we're not going to talk about art in general. We're going to focus on one of your projects. So it's the project that you're working on currently. I didn't introduce the project on purpose so that you can introduce it because you can do so much better than I can. So can you explain in a few words what is the project? So this is just to introduce it. Yeah, well, the, the, this is a project about people, about, about humanity, about how we see people different from us. I think that is the main, the, the main idea or the inception point of this project. So it is about others. And what is the theme specifically? So as I said, when I began the podcast, it's on individuals who have tattoos. Could you tell us maybe a little bit more about that? Yeah, well, like I said, I'm a storyteller, so I believe in the in the power of a storytelling. We are humans, and we relate to each other by storytelling. Yeah, we are emotional beings, and being emotional, we have to come to the fact that we relate to everyone and by stories, our stories their stories, my story. So this project began in that way. I wanted to use um, the power of photography and video, uh, moving image, to tell the story of people that use their body as canvases. Uh, you know, tattoos are an expression from my, from my point of view of uh, people's inner worlds and feelings. So. I wanted to put into the eyes of everyone or maybe show the stories that they were telling, maybe not consciously, uh, about uh, themselves on the skin, by tattoos, by paintings, uh, on their bodies, uh, use the bodies as means of uh, telling a story. Mm -hmm. Is there a reason why you chose to focus on tattoos specifically? Like, was there a particular inspiration or not necessarily? Uh, the, yeah, I, I was always fascinated by the tattoo world. I believe that tattoos uh, are the doors of the, the perceptions of the, these people, these persons that, you know, embellish, from my point of view, embellish their bodies with uh, tattoos. I also noticed that uh, many, many, many of these people were somehow not seen in a very, very nice way from, you know, like being strangers, like being people, weird people by others in, in the world. So to me, it was very obvious that I wanted to try to share or shed a light on this outcast of people that sometimes are on the march of the societies and communities. Okay. So just to clear things up, you just started working on this project so can you explain where you're at right now in terms of the thinking process just so that people understand what you have done so far so so far you have you are in the process of finding participants if i'm not wrong or am i wrong <laughs> no 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 for me uh, and our project is uh, about me creating a, a bridge to someone else i like working with people so for me this project is about that also about relating to another human being and what I'm doing is researching as well as uh, finding places where I can find the most tattooed people 
in di different cities. So I think if I want to get a very, very, very large group of people from different cultures, I have to go to different cities. And so what I'm using as a anchorage point is, how do you call that? The tattoo parlors, the, the, the tattoo shops. I meet the owners of this, uh, or the painters, or the tattoo artists. I ask them if I think they, 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 they could you know, introduce me to people that have lots of tattoos uh, over the body. And in that way, I, I get a, maybe one foot in, in the step door uh, of the door uh, to, to, to get to know them. So that's one way of uh, looking at the thing. And the other way is going into these cities and just walking the city. Uh, by walking, I mean walking with an intention and intention is to find people that are tattooed as i said before it is a voyage it is a journey so i intend to do that in four different cities around the world and this is a, my way of creating a, a bridge a communication to tell the story of these people that i would meet so well that's more or less the the, the method which is no different from meeting people on the street on your own without a camera. Okay, so you haven't found the people you're going to work with yet, or have you already found some people that you started to work with? Yeah, I have found and I have done already a few sessions of photographies and, and videos, but uh, I need a larger group of people so I'm still looking for subjects to photograph. Mm -hmm. um, the, the, the thing is that it is not very easy to find people with uh, lots of tattoos. Well, that complicates things, but it's not impossible. It's, uh, it's going slowly, but surely. <laughs> okay. And so you said that you're looking for people who come from different uh, countries, different cultures. Could you tell us which countries you, you chose and where you're going to look for people yeah yeah I, I chose four different countries i chose evidently geneva because in geneva uh, there are a lot of tattoo artists and a lot of uh, tattoo shops and that's where i'm living now then uh, oxford because uh, oxford it is to me like a capital of the tattoo world because uh, well you know England and has many different cultures that are living in, in, in the same space. And Oxford is a, like a micro society of uh, tattoo people. So I'm going to Oxford because I can meet people from different backgrounds, different cultures and different countries in one small city which is very practical in terms of, you know, traveling in the city. And the other one is Mexico, because Mexico has also lots of tattoo shops. And many, many, many people that use since ancient times uh, tattoos as mean, mean, you know, working with things that they have to say. So uh, Mexico is an evident choice for me. And France also because France has a multicultural environment and space, lots of shops also. So uh, that's the four countries that I'm, you know, using as platforms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you said the word multicultural, of course, by working with people from different cultures, you will be able to compare how different cultures view tattoos. But could you maybe explain why it is so important for you to work with people from different countries and why you want to focus on the theme of multiculturalism and what it means for you? Yeah, well, th this project uh, began as uh, 
trying to create uh, empathy for others. So it is for me crucial to, to understand better the other. So empathy is a very important aspect of this work. What did you ask me? I forgot the question. <laughs> yeah, I asked uh, why you want to focus on the theme of multiculturalism and why is it such an important part of uh, this project? Oh, okay. Yeah, I believe that we have to understand the other and, uh, you know, by taking pictures, by, take, by making films, by making spaces where we can create art together, it becomes very clear that we, by the stories of others, we have a glimpse of this uh, person and maybe like what we see on the other end. I believe that we create uh, stories also to, to relate to others. So if we understand better stories, your story, my story, the story of the other, we might maybe understand better what makes us the same and different. I don't know. It's just like a, like a door to somebody else's soul. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's why I'm, I'm doing this. Yeah. And uh, by doing so, like you say, it will be a way to learn about people's stories. But also if you have people from different cultures, it's also a way to learn about different cultures. So you, I guess you don't only learn about the, the person and his or her history, but also about what is the history of the specific country. Because I can imagine that between Mexico and France, the history of tattoos would probably be very different. I mean, I don't know so much about it. But I guess that also plays a role maybe in your in your project. Yeah, but remember that this uh, this project is about people, so it is relevant where they come from. But uh, it is not crucial. It, it is not as okay. important as uh, as we see what they have painted on their bodies and how they behave individually. So if I if I understand or you know get to know the sorrows or uh, the pain or the joys of someone, it will be more difficult for me to dismiss someone else and I can understand better. If I create pictures and I let people that don't have a voice speak, I might create a bridge and maybe someone else watching and listening could understand better the world they're living in. I don't know. It's, it's just maybe an, an utopia. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's very focused on the, the, the person then. In terms of what you plan to do, do you also plan on focusing on the meaning of each tattoo or that's not really what interests you about this project? What I'm, what I'm trying to do is uh, leave yeah, a lot of room to the, the people that I'm photographing and recording. First, I have to create a, a, you know, like a confident space between me and, and them. Mm -hmm. and the people that I'm photographing. And then when this space is, is created, uh, we can begin working in a more intimate way. And in this way, they can tell me anything about any tattoo they have or any story that they have related to tattoos or, or not. And then they have to choose what they want to share. This is a sharing project as much for myself as a photographer or a filmmaker. Then also, so... It, it goes both ways. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, of course, this is a project that you're working on currently. But if we talk a little bit more about the technique now, 
what do you already have ideas of how you envision the process to be and you just explained right now that it's also going to be um it's also going to depend on the person you're working with but do you already have an idea of the setup and why you decided to choose to make photos or videos instead of choosing another medium for example I chose photograph photography and video recording because it is easier for me mm -hmm. I'm a very lazy man so uh it is easier for me to use those tools to tell somebody else's story Why didn't I go to other media? I'm, I'm, I'm using already uh, the, the paintings on, on bodies. So I believe we are talking about painting also because that's what we see. That's the first thing we see on the skin of these people. I believe that photography is self-contained. Okay. So uh, of course we can't say exactly how the process is going to be and the goal is not to say okay it's going to go like this and like that but just so that people have an idea of what you want the project to be basically when an individual will come and work with you and you will take photos how do you think the the process will be what do you plan on doing so what What are you going to do once you start working with the individual? I will always propose a proposal or suggest that we go to a studio that will set up for, for the occasion in, in each city. That they will come there and we'll work things out. We're going to talk a lot because this is about you know getting to know each other. We'll do some pictures and then we'll record uh, videos that might tell us something else about the people that are there, if they believe they can share something. And I have to go, you know, going in, in between those lines. That's how I'm going to try to portray these people, uh, these people. Why am I saying these people? Well, anyways, um, it's a method of a try and error, mm -hmm. as well as trying to connect with them and in the hopes of uh, getting something that will spark like a story uh, anecdote a pain a story something that belongs to them that they want to share mm -hmm. and i believe we can do that very easily uh, with photography and video recording because uh, well, i don't know people sometimes are shy when they are appointed with uh, a camera or a microphone as well and they they go silent and shy and don't say anything but we can have to break that bridge and then for for i don't know you want to know how we're gonna show it to people so i thought it was interesting to talk about the process and from what i understand the word connection is really important also when we were preparing this episode you told me that you want also to play some music that the person you're going to work with like so I think it's all about also creating a connection so that the the stories of that person really shine if I may say it like that mm -hmm. yeah I think music it's a very good way of tearing down the walls of shyness also liberates the spirit I will have to do whatever makes these things click and happen because uh, 
I don't think there is a method for everyone. We have to adapt uh, to each person that we meet. Uh, maybe for one person will be music uh, that puts this person into at, at ease. Uh, maybe it would be something else. Maybe it would be a glass of wine. Maybe it would be just watching a movie. Mm -hmm. So there is no, what I want to say is there is no the method about uh, a very precise method of, well, how am I going to connect to these people? It's like in life or you go to a bar and you don't know how to talk to someone, but you have to find a, a way and you find it by trying. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, that's also why we're doing an episode on a project that you're currently working on, because that's also the message that Uh, we want to share is that when you start a project you don't have to start with like I don't know a paper of like points of what I have to do and it has to be perfect and then when I do this I will have to do that but it's more like mm. you you want you can't know in advance what's going to happen so that's also the reason why we're talking today about a project that's not done that you're working on right now to really talk about that aspect that You, yeah. you can't figure out in advance exactly what's going to happen and you can have to go with the flow at the end. Well, you know, be, being an artist uh, or doing something with art is always about searching something you believe is what you want to, to do. Like I said before at the beginning of this uh, chatting, is that it is a journey. And since we are in that journey the important thing is the, the the way we get to the end uh, and sometimes it changes uh, that is the beauty of it and i believe it, we have like a frame where we're working in and then we allow ourselves to go beyond that to retrieve something that we believe is uh, magic You don't always have to have the answers to all that. You, you can begin a project, you can begin a very pertinent project without knowing the end. Yeah, that can probably be pretty frustrating for, for some people. I guess it also depends on your personality and how you like to, to work. Yeah, but if you don't get frustrated, you don't work. You don't, you don't advance. Uh, frustration mm -hmm. is a very, very powerful tool and motor. Um, it's, it's like an engine that drives you. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you do have to question yourself uh, sometimes. Otherwise, I guess you never really progress in, in what you do. That's true. Mm -hmm. Questioning makes you move. All of yeah. those things uh, are part of the, the world of, that we are doing in, in, in art. I think artists should ask questions, but never give uh, answers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, even though I think most people know that perfection doesn't exist, I think it's good to remind to give like a little reminder that it's good to be frustrated. <laughs> and now I'm kind of going to contradict myself a little because I'm, we talked about the fact that you can't really plan what's going to happen. But I would still like to ask you if you have vague plans in terms of how you want the exhibition to be, because I'm sure some people might be listening to this episode and wonder how you're going to, okay, you want to share those, those stories of those people and how is the exhibition going to be? Uh, do you have ideas already of how um, you're going to display the photos and videos, for example? Yeah, yeah. The main idea for this is uh, that I want to show this work in, in a place where people can feel good. First, they enter a safe space where they can uh, be themselves. Yeah, it's like a cocoon. You enter this uh, motherland, and that's a general idea. It would be welcoming i guess mm -hmm. yeah 
And when we prepare the, the episode, maybe you want to talk a bit about the idea of the bubbles that you talked to me about, because I think it's interesting also for people to know what's your thinking process and what questions you're asking yourself. So if you want to talk, for example, about that idea of you will have different stories and how will you make sure that uh, people go from story to story and that it doesn't become too many stories at the same time, because that's what you talked to me about when we prepared the episode. So I found it yeah. really interesting to share. Yeah. Thank you for telling me that. I forgot about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, I was talking about the space. Of course, this is a space where I can invite people and I would like to invite people to be uh, safe. The way I want to show the pictures is like a form of different stations. In these stations, you can go and visit one individual, one person that I photographed and that I video record. And this person would be there and this person will be talking to you only this is a uh, how we're going to do that well this is uh, just sound for you it is a uh, how do you call that in english sound space the, the idea is that you can be watching you yourself individually this picture and no one else around you yeah so i think it's interesting the idea that it's not really like uh I don't know, like if you're at the cinema and everybody watches the same screen, but now if I understand well, it's more like one-on-one -on -one experience, maybe if I can say, with uh, yeah. the individual that's talking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that is uh, the important thing of what I want to do at the end. You know, when I'm showing the results of this project, I believe that one-to-one -one connection can be made, and then a larger group will be affected by it, be influenced, to be uh, moved by the, the idea of uh, meeting someone else in a public space individually. I don't know. I think that is the idea also. We have this welcoming public space, a nice place. We are going to go there to meet people. Yeah. Okay. That could okay, be a great. good idea. Thank you for that. Well, thank you for talking about your project. It was very interesting to, to, to hear what, what you said. Um, maybe to... I don't know if it was interesting, <laughs> but anyways, uh, I tried. Yeah, no, I think I think it is, and it's nice that you talked about a project in particular, so we have a an idea of what kind of projects you work on, because obviously you worked on a lot of projects, so we chose one amongst many. Maybe just to end, is there like a last word you you would like to say? So it could be anything like a word to end the episode, or maybe an advice hmm. or an anecdote, inspiration, anything you like. Try to create empathy and tell the stories. Mm -hmm. that's, yeah, that's, um, that's nice. That's my motto. <laughs> okay, that's a nice motto. Thank you very much, Ragnar, for being here. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode. If you want to send me any feedback, you can do so on the Instagram page of the podcast, which is the life they live underscore podcast. And I'll see you on the next episode.